Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Raise your hands, everyone, and just give him thanks. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow, what a sweet presence in there. Who is like unto you? Who is like unto you? You're the lion and the lamb, the word of the Father, forever you remain. The same, you're the lion and the lamb, the word of the Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forever you remain the same, the same. Oh, who is like all to you? Who is like all? Why not raise your hands, everyone? To you, you're the lion and the lamb. You're the lion and the lamb. The word of the Father. The word of the Father. Forever. Forever you remain the same. You're the lion and the lamb. The word of the Father. Forever you remain. One more time, who is like unto you? Who is like unto you? Who is like unto you? You're the lion and the lamb, the word of the Father. Forever you remain, you never change. You remain the same. You're the lion and the lamb. The word of the Father. Forever you remain the same. Father Lord, we ask that you breathe upon your word this morning. As the deep on it for the word of broke, oh Lord, our soul longs and pants for you. And in the name of Jesus, we ask, O oh God, let there be illumination and revelation knowledge. Let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. Let our hearts be flooded with light. Let us see here and know what your spirit is saying in the now. We give you honor and we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the church says aloud, Amen. Amen. All right. 
Turn your Bible with me quickly to John chapter 7, verse 37. John chapter 7 and verse 37. Glory be to God. All right. Media, can you help me? I will need you to help with a lot of scriptures today. All right. And in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. Next verse. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. We started the next conference on Saturday, 4 p.m. We have had about four sessions. We had four sessions on Saturday. And then yesterday we had multiple sessions in one. <laughs> and today is the last day of this conference. Well, to be honest, it is the last day of the event, but not the last day of the move of God. All right. So I'll even say this to you that the next conference actually starts the moment it ends. Because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so what happens most time is that people would get so excited and so pumped up in meetings like this. And at the end of the day, they forget everything that they've learned. And so what is expected is after this conference, you ought to go and get those CDs out. They will still do CDs, but the materials on YouTube or go on the website, www.wearethenew.org forward slash um, cassette. Yeah. And you can download our messages are free right there. You can download all the messages and just listen to it again and again. I'll tell you why. Because there were many things that were said that you cannot hear at once. Many things. So you listen to it again and again and again until your software downloads everything fully that the Lord has said. Did somebody say yes to that? All right. This morning I have a very prophetic message and this message the Lord laid it in my heart and just brooding upon it overnight till this morning I believe that some of the things that I'm going to be saying here this morning is very pivotal for a generation and not just even our generation even the previous generation and even the coming generation I believe by the grace of the Lord, the Lord has given me um, by divine privilege access to understand certain things and to speak to a generation and understand what the Lord is saying to that generation and also be able to communicate it to that generation so that the generation can prepare and also be aligned in what God is doing so that we can eventually, like the scripture has said, be the final player, let me use that word, the finishing generation of what God is going to do in our time. And that's why I want you to pay very close attention to every single word that I'm going to be speaking here this morning. And I want you to write as much as possible, but if that's going to be a distraction to you, just leave it, go back to the tapes, but let your spirit be open to receive what the Lord is saying. My message this morning is titled, Babylon Shops in Zion. Babylon shops in Zion. The first thing you see after you saw the Godhead in Genesis chapter 1, 
The Bible says the spirit of the Lord was moving around the face of the deep and God said, and God said, let there be light and there was light. And you will see, God said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. And the moment God made man a blessed man, the blessing is the empowerment to prosper. So he gave man the blessing, be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth and replenish the earth. So he gave man the blessing, which means the authority to rule and reign on the earth. And so some people say the reason why God created man is really to worship him. But that's not sufficient in itself because God has angels in heaven who are worshiping him. So he doesn't necessarily need to make man to worship him again. But the reason why God made man is so that they can permeate the earth. To fill the earth with the glory of the Lord. And so he gave man the blessing to do that. And the moment that happened, you will see that serpent showed up with his uh, um, Lucifer. And that's another story for another day. Just going into how that happened. That's another story for another day. And when Lucifer showed up in the garden, Lucifer went to Eve and tempted her. And Lucifer was after one thing, the blessing. Now, that happened with the first Adam. I'm going somewhere this morning. The second Adam, you will see the same pattern again. That the moment, the Bible says... Um, the, the, uh, the, the spirit of the Lord quickened Jesus and he was moved to fast. So he fasted and prayed and took him up to the mountain. 40 days and 40 nights. And while he was hunger, the enemy showed up again. The same exact thing that happened with the first Adam. Same exact thing. But the first Adam bowed to the enemy because of course as the scripture says, clearly did what the enemy said. But the second Adam and the last Adam spoke back the word. Now, this is so powerful that the living word himself spoke the word. The living word himself. And this is why I say to people that it is not just about knowing God, or, or let me put it this way, it's not just about knowing the Bible, you must know the word of God. You know, there's a difference between knowing the Bible and knowing the word of God. Anybody can know the Bible. If you, if you, if you give um, a geology um, professor the Bible to study or any professor that wants to, they'll read the Bible and they can quote it to you. The devil is not moved by those who know the Bible but who know the word. There's a difference. Knowing of the word is that you have ate the word is in your spirit so that at the moment, any time or any situation arises, you can confront that situation with the word that you know. And that word is in your spirit. It's not just head knowledge. So it's not about the amount of scripture that you know, which is great to know as, lots, as much scripture. So you must move beyond just knowing the word and just um, knowing the Bible, pardon me, to knowing the word. And you cannot know the word without knowing the man behind the word, and that's Jesus. You can't know the word until you know the man behind the word. And so what happened is the enemy came to Adam and Eve, a location a generation, a dispensation. He saw what God was doing in that generation, in that dispensation, and came and shopped in that place. Of course, Eve was shopped. I wanted to follow me very closely tonight, this morning. The same pattern, he saw that with Jesus. Oh, this is what God is doing in this time. God is doing something powerful right there. Showed up with Jesus. Jesus returned back with the word. Let me go back there again. Let me say it again. He returned and replied and disformed him with the word. 
Let me say something to you. I'm going to say something very, very powerful this morning. So many tables shall be broken. As believers, our first point of contact is the word of God. Let me say it again. Our first point of contact is the word of God. Let me say something to you here. Listen to me very closely. This is why I tell people that don't just jump and go and buy any book written by any ideology of any man without first knowing the word. Because when you know the word, any book you read, you can step it down with the word. You can judge all things. Because when Babylon shows up, Babylon wants to know what you know. This is why Eve opened herself. She was unsure of what God said. Did God really say? That's what the enemy said to her. But when he, when, when, the, when Lucifer or the devil came up to Jesus, it was a different conversation. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. But every word that proceeds, can you see the understanding of the word gave him an advantage? Because Babylon always shops for the best. Turn your Bible with me to the book of First Daniel. Daniel, pardon me, I said First Daniel. Daniel chapter 1. This is really the core of my message now. Daniel chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 3. And we're going to go all the way to verse 9. Daniel chapter 1 verse 3. Faradiga sokro balahatishte. Cobra di kasopatalahaya kashatabahab. Daniel chapter 1, verse 3. Glory be to God. Oh, please, Pastor Dell, should please put Pastor Dell to the front. That's Pastor Dell. Pastor Dell, please. Pastor Dell, please. Pastor Dell, please. You know, I mean, I just need to do this. I have to stop this and do this. Um, there are four pastors from this present house. Please, let's celebrate Pastor Jude. Pastor Jude is the resident pastor of this present house. And Pastor Dell is the all-time pastor. Please, let's celebrate Pastor Dell. Thank you so much, sir. You know, it's amazing. Uh, Dr. Tony was supposed to be around for the conference last year. And he missed it because of, well, the next conference didn't happen because of corona. And so we had to shut that down. Um, and then this year as well. And then Dr. Tony was so gracious and he sent four of the pastors to us this morning. Can we just celebrate Dr. Tony in absentia? Dr. Tony Rappu, if you're watching, we love you, sir. Can we all say that, Dr. We love you, sir? All right. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. All right. So let me just keep going. Daniel chapter 1, verse 3. And the king spoke unto Asphenas, the master of the Enochs, that it should bring curtains of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes. Next verse. Children, underline that word. Another version says young people, but children in whom was no blemish and were well favored, underline that word favored, and skilled in all wisdom, underline, and the cunning of knowledge and understanding science, underline that word, and such as had ability, underline that as well, in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Now, this is very important. That what the king said, the king told Ashpenaz to go and look for a certain type of people. And gave him the specification of those types of people. Now, I like to put it this way, and I'm just going to use um, 
um, representations, not really as it is, but I'm going to use representation so that you can understand what I'm saying right here. Now, what the king said was, as soon as you go and go and bring this set of people for me, these are the specification of the people that I require for this work that I'm about to do. And I like to put it this way, in the modern time, Aspenas represent the recruiting spirit of Babylon. And I need to say this to you, that Babylon is not necessarily Lucifer or Satan. Babylon is structure as well, designed by him. Systems as well, designed by him. And so, so he told Aspenas, now I need you to go there to Israel, if you read that scripture, he told them to go to Israel, which is Zion. And Israel is like a representation of Zion. God's chosen people. He said, if you go there, you would find this kind of people there. And so the recruiting spirit or the structure or the system then went there to look for them in Zion. And that's why I said my message this morning is called, is titled, Babylon Shops in Zion. And you know why the shop in Zion? Number one, there is the spirit of excellence that is residual in Zion. The Bible says, if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwell on our inside, that same spirit will quicken our mortal bodies. So we have the spirit of excellence. It's part of our DNA. It's who we are. You know why I said that? And it's very powerful because in the Bible, when God made man, the first thing God gave to man was the blessing. And the blessing is like what we call the title deeds. I'll give you an example. The Bible says the heavens, even the heavens is the Lord's, and the earth has he given to the children of men. So what has happened right here is that God owns the heaven and on the earth, he gave man the title deeds. Let me give an example. Uh, Bada, please, can you come? Just come. What this means is that, let's assume this is the title deeds. So God created the heavens and created the earth and then gave man the title deeds. And if you study law, you understand what title deeds means. It means that the moment I write to you the title deeds, you now become the rightful owner of that place. And so now, man now rules the earth and he said to man you cannot rule the earth until the blessing and that's why the first conversation God had with man was to proclaim the blessing upon him the blessing is the empowerment to prosper be blessed number one be fruitful number two subdue the earth number three replenish the earth so God gave man the capacity to rule the earth thank you and in that capacity you could see the creative potency of God in it because it was that same mind and that same spirit that God used to create the earth. And so if God, I mean, I have a daughter, my daughter has my DNA in her. I don't need to look for her DNA somewhere else. So if God created the earth, and if you look at the beauty of the earth, the skies, the moons, the sea, the stars, the galaxy, the mountains, if you fly, you see the skies, it's so beautiful. You see the creativity and the excellent spirit of God. And so that excellent spirit is already residual in you. Because it's the DNA that you carry. It's who you are. This is why Babylon always goes to Zion to shop. Because they know that Zion people have something they don't have. Because Babylon never produces anything. 
the devil doesn't produce anything. Always counterfeit what God is doing. Somebody say amen to that. He never produces anything. That's why they know that in Zion, they have the best minds there. You know why? Because the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the, inst- from the dead dwells on their inside. It's in them. It's the DNA they carry. So you're not trying to become an excellent person. It's who you are. And so what happened was that Ashfinas then went and called those people together. Now, the other reason why Babylon lost a shop in Zion is that Babylon always looks out for finished products. Let me show you something to you guys. If you look at the history of the music industry across the earth, 80% of the celebrities that many of you follow, they came out from the church. Beyonce, every, I mean, mention the names. They came out from the church because Babylon would always go into Zion to shop. Babylon, you know why? Because they know that these people carry something. They have something in them. This is why the angel of the Lord said, Who art man that thou art mindful of him? look for finished product. Babylon never starts anything new. They look for finished product or where they see that there is something about these people or there is something about this person. So they go into Zion to shop there. Now, let me show you something. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1. I'm still building my message so please just follow me. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1. And the word that Isaiah the son of Hamos said concerning Judah and Jerusalem next verse and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established in the mountains uh, in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above all the hills and all the nations shall flow unto it next verse and many people shall go and say come ye and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord to the house of the God of Jacob and he will teach us his ways and he will walk in his path for out of Zion shall go forth did you see that? out of Zion which means the legislative council is actually Zion the rulership the title deeds the authority is with Zion people not with Babylon not with Babylon and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Now open your Bible with me to Amos chapter 6 verse 1. Look at this. This is so powerful. It says, Word to them who are at ease in Zion and trust in the mountains of Samaria, Babylon, which name chief of the nations to whom the house of Israel come. What to them? This means the problem many times is that people in Zion are too at ease. Zion people cannot see when Babylon people are coming. Zion people don't have, and this, this is what I'm talking about, that Babylon people, like I said again, is not necessarily Lucifer or the devil or Satan. It's also systems and structures. So sometimes, Babylon will put up a structure and Zion people will just put their godless, defenseless self there. And what happens is that Zion people will be shocked. Says, what to them who are at ease in Zion? 
They don't even understand the times. The Bible says in the book of Acts, it said, I will work a work in your days. If you were told, you would not believe it. Which means that there are so many things that even happens in our generation that many people who are in Zion don't even know what God is saying. Now, let me say something to you here. Do you know that Zion has the strongest training institute on the earth? How do I know? Let me say something to you. Most of the people, I don't care how rich they are. I don't care how good their voices are. I don't care the celebrities who they are. I'm telling you, most of the people who are from, I mean, doing very well, even outside of all the fears or the mountains of influences, many of them came out of Zion. You know why? Because the training institute in Zion is different. This is why yesterday, we had a conference all through yesterday. We had a great time. It, we finished 9 o'clock. By 6 a.m., you were here again. Zion people are trained. It's in the DNA of Zion people. Zion people, they understand structure. It's in them, inherent in them. The best leaders are from Zion. Let me tell you something. Go and think about it. Many of the people who are coaches, motivational speakers, they and 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 and, um, and um, business owners and people who own multi corporations who speak, many of them were pastors. And then they take the principle and also teach a generation to communicate it from the wisdom of that. Because the training in Zion is powerful. Powerful. And that's why sometimes when you see people who understand that dimension, who can teach, who, can, who has the understanding of the spirit of the Lord and can communicate that in training and coaching and motivating a generation, you see that there is a difference. Someone like John C. Maxwell was a pastor, which is great because of the understanding. Number two, Babylon shops in Zion because of a loyalty spirit Zion people have. Do you know that? I'm telling you. Let me tell you something. In Zion, and I'll show you an example. Let me use the church for example. In church, you're not on salary, you're not on payroll, you're not anything. If they call meeting, you show up. If they call this one, you come for it. If they call Monday through this, if a pastor comes and the spirit of the Lord rests upon and say, we are having two weeks crusade, you will show up. If they say, go, go to Asaba, you will go. If they say, go to Lokaja, you will go. The loyalty spirit is embedded. Let me tell you something, guys. There is something in us. The Bible says the spirit in man, the inspiration. Listen, you are not alone. You have the life of God in you. The zoe of God. And the zoe of God, the very life of God, is not a step-down version. So many people sometimes think that when you have the life of God in you, it means that God has something different from what you have. No, sir. You have the very life. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same exact spirit. The same, let me tell you something. It means that the same spirit that made Jesus, Jesus on the earth is the same spirit that you have. And that's the Zion spirit. And that spirit is a loyal spirit. This is why Jesus can look. The Bible says, for the cross that was set upon him, despite the shame, and the pain of the cross. He could be loyal to the cross and the assignment of God. 
It's a loyal spirit. And that's how Zion people are. They are loyal. This is why Babylon shops in Zion. Because they know that these people are ready-made, ready to go. In fact, even if we can't see the fullness of the potential in them, they, are, they, they have something in them we can nurture. We don't have to start from the beginning anymore. They are loyal. If you come to church, I mean, and you shouldn't do this as a pastor, you look at somebody and say, I'll slap you and you slap the person. Do you know in Zion, many people many people because now the generation has cut out they will slap their own back but the pastor should not do that in the first place but you go to work on a Monday morning and your boss at work slaps you many people will slap their own back straight there is this comportment in Zion you know why because there is order God the Father God the Son God the Holy Ghost that order is in man already as well And so in the training institute in the world it's quite different because in Zion we have it embedded in us. So what we are doing by the word is only you know, teaching us and regrowing helping us to understand more and more what is already in us. That's why as a believer when you get born again you can get born again this moment and in one week you're on fire for God. You know what happened? The fire was already inside. It was just waiting for the igniting of the Holy Ghost. So Zion is there but Babylon comes shopping. And guess what? Babylon has shopped the best minds and the best brains and the best souls that God wanted to use for his agenda on the earth. And this is why the outcry of God to a generation is saying now it's time to shut the gate against Babylon. Loyalty. Number two because of time we can go into that scripture you will see right there that the next thing they asked for were people that had insight because they know that in Zion Zion people have insight oh. how do I know when we see the Godhead the first thing we saw of the Godhead was the spirit of the Lord was moving around the face of the deep and God said let there be light there was no darkness there was darkness there but there was, there was he saw light and he called forth light it meant that it's so and that's why you cannot live your life based on what you see you cannot make decisions of the now based on what you see because what you see is temporal so i pray in the name of jesus that may god deliver us from a esau generation of people who are just about what they can take now take now take now take now because the intangible is more powerful than the tangible Esau was just about potting. There is the blessing which is the intangible that's why i tell people all the time always make decisions from the viewpoint of the spirit that is why in Zion many of the people who are board chairmen and all the, and which is great because I'm going to come to that about the infiltration they're from Zion you know why? because of the level of insight the level of insight I'll say something here, do you know that the average person in church can preach what the pastor is preaching many times insight so Babylon would always come because these people have insight. This is why the recruiting spirit, Ashfenaz, was sent to go and look for the people who had skill and wisdom, insight. Go and look for them in Zion. That's where they are. Look at what the devil told Jesus. He said, if you will bow before me, I would give you. Why is he asking him to bow? If he wasn't willing to get something else. 
Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Number three, why Babylon will shop in Zion is potentials. Babylon is always looking for, you know, I said the first time that Babylon never creates anything. They are always looking for potentials. Always looking for, that's why music artists, record labels, they would go on the internet, do contests, do all sorts, put, you know, do giveaway for a generation. And by the way, by the way, this giveaway generation must stop. Oh. The moment one bought person is covered, I won't, I won't mention anybody, is doing giveaway. You see you there. The moment Mr. Block post giveaway, you are, what are you, are you giving away your own calling? And you see, that thing is what we call the orphan spirit of a generation. That thing of wanting to just belong somewhere, just to be seen as something. Potential. And so they look for potentials and the potential is in you already. And in every generation, God is looking for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God is looking for Noah. People who will find favor and grace in the sight of God. Who would help God build them an ark. You see, the, the, the story of Noah is so powerful. Do you know, Bible scholars say that Noah spent at least 120 years in building the ark. It got the specification from the boss, God, the father, and he built according to pattern. Many people are building according to Babylon. Let me say something to you. Do you know Babylon is very attractive? Very attractive. But let me tell you why it's attractive. Is the sometimes the other side of human being. Because Babylon is actually presenting to you what you already have. You didn't hear what I said. Babylon is already presenting to you. The Bible says you have been blessed with all. Somebody say all. All spiritual blessing. And Babylon is now presenting you blessing that you already have. This is why God, Jesus rather, could disarm him. He said, God shall not tempt the Lord your God. It means in the hierarchy of the spirit, me and you, we are not mate. And please, I've heard a generation of people say something that, you know, after God is the devil. That's that, there's nothing like that. What does that even mean? The priceless creation of God is man. And guess what? Man then had the title deed, the power to now make it dynamic. You now have the Holy Ghost. I, <laughs> the same spirit that was brooding around the face of the deep. Not just only that, you now have Jesus, the living word. The word that is quick, powerful, sharp. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Blessing! That's what you have. So Babylon will give you exchange for something else. Because Babylon looks flashy. Babylon looks good. Babylon looks like wealth. Babylon looks like all that you want. Can you see a, a similarity between Eve and Babylon? Because the fruit, which is not apple by the way, the fruit was pleasant to our eyes. That's what the Bible said. It looked like what she wants. That's why you see a born-again lady, tongue-talking, spirit-filled. A guy comes to them, Babylon people, 
a Yahoo boy comes and says, oh, you know, and say, well, it's not really bad. He opens the door for me. He calls me pet name. Can you see? And I'm going to go that in a moment because there's a language Babylon uses. That is why before they could come before the king, they had to teach them the language. And we have the higher language is kataporosita, shakatalabrate. Let me tell you what. This is why the devil cannot understand tongues. Because he's on a higher, come on now. He's on a higher level. He's on a higher dimension. But Babylon would always bring to you what your eyes. Let me tell you what happens. The problem many times is this. The wolf in you sometimes is still trying to show up. But the sheep, you are sheep. You are not a wolf. So sometimes the wolf in you attracts the wolf outside of the world. So you tend toward that direction and Babylon is calling to you. Babylon is calling to you. Babylon is calling to you. And the moment you say yes, you just got shocked. Let me ask you a question. I've wondered I've been pastoring now for three years. And even though sometimes it doesn't look like it's three years, like I've, I mean, I never want, if someone told me that I'm going to be pastor in my life, I mean, I mean, my wife is here, my friends, are, I mean, I said I can never do this thing. I will never be. Be careful what you are saying, you won't be. Oh. <laughs> but I've noticed that most of, uh, let me, but, but have you noticed that even amongst guys' conversation, we always say that bad boys always get good wives. And many of them come to church to find wife. See, those Yahoo boys and all those people doing all those nonsense, when they want to marry, they know the kind of people they marry you. Can I talk to you this morning? Can I talk to you this morning? They don't marry Babylon like themselves. They always go to Zion to shop. So you are, let me tell you something. And when you go to Zion to shop, when they move you out, you are now in Babylon. And this generation must stand and know you cannot be in Babylon and Zion at the same time. That's why Jesus said that you can neither be called or lukewarm. You must pick one side. If you are called, I will spit you out. You cannot just be on these two sides and say, I'm in Babylon. That's what Elijah said. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. And the God that answered by fire, let him be our God. So you can't say, I'm Babylon, but I'm Zion. I'm Babylon, I'm Zion. Your attributes, your actions, your reaction talks like Babylon, but you are saying you are Zion. Even though you come to church, doesn't mean you are Zion. I, can I talk to you this morning? Just because you come to church, let me tell you something. Zion people represent a principle, and the principle is God's word. And that's our standard. That's our final authority. That's what it says we are, not what the world says. And America did not give us the gospel. America is not our standard. They don't dictate what God says to us. The word of God is the final authority. Let man be God. Let God be true and every other man be a liar. Let God be true and let every other man be a liar. Thank you, Lord. Asian words ever true. Raise your hands. Changing me and changing you. Ah, yeah. We have come, we have come with, open with open hearts. Let the ancient words sing part. Raise your hand. Let's sing that song. Something is resting right now. Ancient Changing me and changing you. We have come 
with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words lift your hands one more time. Ancient words, ancient words, ever true. Changing Let me begin to wrap this up. Let me say this here. It's a very powerful statement I want to make, but let me say it because the Lord asked me to say it. There are Babylon-like churches. And I'll tell you what a Babylon-like church is. Any church who does not focus on discipling people and is about the next breakthrough they will get it's Babylon like church because the attraction is what they can get but in Babylon is what we can give sorry in Zion is what we can give discipleship I'm going to get there in a moment because this is how a generation can stand and say no when Babylon shows up. Because Babylon will surely come. And listen to me, Babylon comes when there is a move of God. From one generation to another generation, Babylon always shows up. Always. So you see people who have Babylon-like characters. You say, oh, I'm the worship leader. I love God so much, but the way, the way you wear what you are wearing, your dress, the only thing we are not seeing in your body is your soul. Can I talk to you this morning? Look good. Come on now. I mean, don't you, don't you, I mean, just look good. But you don't have to do that looking like Babylon. And then you now come and say, to God be the glory. You are Babylon like Zion. And Jesus doesn't recognize dwarf citizenship. <laughs> As one citizenship we have, and that's with God in heaven. You cannot be seated in heaven, far above all principalities and powers, and be acting like you are here. You are seated with Him, in Him, in Him, through Him, in Him. I live and move, I have my being. Stop behaving like the Babylon people. Your dress finished. We know that this one is Babylon. But you come and do leg like this as if you are for Zion. And let me tell you something. Just because you are tweeting God is good. Because now Because now Christianity looks cool. And listen to me. Christianity is not a look cool thing. Christianity is discipleship. And if you are not willing to stand and wait, let me tell you something. Listen. The next generation is not half-baked Christians. Not those who are seeking God just to get. There are people who are saying, Babylon, we will tear you down. Say, Isaiah chapter 2. Let's go back there. This coming of the Lord will not happen no, until this generation rise. Listen to me. All authority, Jesus said, has been given to you in heaven and on earth. Whatsoever you burn on earth, will burn in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth, in Jesus is not coming to the earth to do anything again. He has given you the power. Until you do it, there's nothing that can be done. 
Of course, the power in his name. So you cannot be just be dressing and you just say, no. And just because you posted uh, Jesus loves me, everybody can post that. Celebrities are abroad, they do that. They sing a song like John, put Jesus there and they say Zion. They say, ah, this child's converted or is Zion. It sounds like Zion. Because it sounds like it. Because the enemy also sounds. Are you seeing that even Lucifer, devil, was quoting scriptures to Jesus? That's why you don't marry somebody because they gave you pet name. Whiskey, whiskey, bingo, bingo. So yeah, he calls me pet name. That's why you are getting married to him. Oh. Have you heard Zion people say that kind of thing? I don't think it's really cool. Cool is not the fruit of the spirit. Can I talk to you this morning? We marry for one purpose, the purpose of God and the agenda of God. Because we are on earth for a purpose. We are on earth for an agenda. That's why we are here. There's a global plan of God. And, and God saw you. He sought for a man upon the earth and put his DNA in you. And you now take that same DNA and you're now making decisions because somebody's calling you whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. So when he buys me iPhone 12 or iPhone 2 or that, Babylon. Babylon. What you have, you are running after. Let me tell you something manifestation in zion sometimes take time because jesus lent obedience through the things that he suffered so sometimes patience is the process is part of the curriculum in the school of the spirit and you must go through that season of patience so that your work can be tried and tested so that you will build on the right foundation not babylon foundation so we leave a generation somebody PJ, somebody that just finished school now nysc just finished wayek is already posting that i'm going to buy g wagon you are a thief how do you buy it? How? If not other way, you don't want to go through the process. You don't want to go through the radar. You don't want to go through. You don't want the refiner's fire to take you through seasons. You just want to become. Nobody becomes. Jesus was on the backside. David was on the backside. It was on the timing of the Lord. It was on the timing of the Lord. God said, no, 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 no. Samuel, Saul, you have misbehaved. But I've seen a man after my own heart. And they went to, see, where they went to look for him was in the wilderness. Oh. Jesus went to the wilderness. The Bible then says, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Our generation wants to return in the power of the Spirit, but don't want wilderness experience. It's not possible. For you to have this authenticity, authenticity of the power of the Holy Ghost, you must go through wilderness seasons. And listen to me, wilderness seasons are painful seasons. They are seasons of isolation, seasons of hunger, seasons of pain, seasons of crying, seasons of feeling alone, feeling of like Joseph that say, God, why, why have I done this? You know, season whereby you have something to say to your generation, but there's no microphone to say it. Ayala Paya. Season of talking to the people who are sick, but you are sick in your body. Season of going through things that you are going through, but only you are going through it. Nobody else is going through it. But God is saying, that's your message to your generation. That's your message to your generation. Can you go through me? Can you go with me? Can you go with me? Let me tell you something. When it's quarter to destiny, Babylon shows up. Joseph was in the pit. Can I talk to you guys? Can I talk to you? Joseph was in the pit. He came out of it. Potiphar's wife showed up and said, I just need to sleep with you. You look so good. Potiphar said, ah, maybe Joseph would have said, ah, I've been in this pit all my life. Oh, this is just an opportunity. But it was Babylon that was calling. Babylon was calling. Babylon was calling. Babylon was calling. Babylon was coming. Joseph said, no, I'm not going to do anything. Not because he doesn't want to do it, but because of the heaven agenda. 
because I know I have an agenda. He said no to Potiphar's wife and went through process of pain. But when the Lord turned again, the captivity. <laughs> let me just close this please let me close this our next speaker would almost be here soon and then pastor Pojo as well would probably be on his way glory be to god i think pastor jerry has arrived as well just let me confirm that thank you lord the things that they must teach them number one is language they have to configure the language to sound like Babylon before they can come. And they don't understand our own language. That's why language is a very powerful thing. When God was going to stop what the Tower of Babel was doing, and let me say something to you right there. Our generation must understand that the prototype of the kingdom is not to build up, it's to spread. Because a previous generation came and they built unto themselves. Unto themselves. But God is saying, that's not the prototype. Go ye into all the world. And listen to me. It's good to have a church outside the country and have members of other churches or probably your members in the church or people in the same you know, nation that you come from there. But the prayer of our generation is not just to gather people in the church, it's to shape culture. Because culture is the language of the system. And until culture is not shaped by the generation, everything is we are saying here is talk. So we can be praying from morning to night and we don't shape culture, we are wasting our time. You know the problem? The people who are supposed to be shaping culture want to be pastors. Because a generation made it look attractive. But pastoring is dying to self. The generation must go out. The COVID-19 period showed us something. That God wants to send us out. This gathering is for a boot camp alone. You cannot be in boot camp for one year now. Come on now. You come to boot camp and recharge. Fire your gun together and go outside and shoot. And Babylon will tell you, don't come, oh, don't come. We are the one taking over this place. There is this make-believe that makes it look as though they are the one in charge. So by your Zion people will keep themselves and say, have you, that's why Zion people never dare big things. They don't dare anything, oh. The mindset, blocked. No right image, nothing, just blocked. This is why, oh God, I can go on and on. This is why when, 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 when Nebuchadnezzar built that statue, it says, when you hear the sound, you must bow to the stature. You must bow to the stature. But the Bible says, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, See, O king, we are, not, we are not willing to have a conversation with you on this matter. If God be God, let him be God. If we perish, we perish. Take us there. But listen to me, the fourth man in the... The fourth man in the fire always shows up. When Babylon thinks is winning, that is why in the case of Jesus, the devil thought, ah, ha, 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 I've won the battle. I've won it all. But on the third day, on resurrection morning, 
Jesus struck the grave, despised the thing, came out back and resurrected back to him. Now we are seated with him. And he let us say that not enough. I'm going to give you the power over all principalities and power. Having sports, principalities and power, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Guys, if we know how powerful we are, We know how powerful we are what the devil doesn't want us to know is how powerful we are that's it that's it and it will get to you with it with conversation the devil doesn't show up and say i am lucifer you will run it will get to it with you with conversations that's why conversations are very spiritual it's not everything you feed your ears with are you hearing what i'm saying i know a particular lady when we we're on campus about university she was the prayer secretary of a particular of a particular church. I'm not going to mention their name. Powerful lady. Powerful. Powerful prayer secretary. She started reading reading with a Muslim brother. I don't know if it's Telsbli or what, what that short word. I don't know what they call it. Started reading with him to help them solve exams. Started reading. They started talking. Started talking. By the time she was graduating the school, she left the school with a job. That's how Eve lost her place and Adam. Conversation. The devil doesn't just show up and say, it's conversations and suggestions. That's why you must know where you put your ears. It's not everything just taken. That's why some people, you see them, they like Insta blog. Tomorrow, they like Bella Ninja. Next tomorrow, they like, until the devil open devil blog. You like everything. Just jumping, just taking things, hook like sinker, fisherman and a fishing pole, just chopping up everything. And you say, well, I'm not, I'm not really affected by it. Let me tell you something. Your mind has a magnetic field. Anything that comes around it will stay there. Have you ever learned songs before? Have you, you know, it was when we were younger. We used to read an empty street. An empty I hope it's not. Did you buy all those things? So I said, lead to pray. See, we'll, start, we'll turn it to worship. Oh. Let me say something about that too. Worship is not the melody, it's the posture of the heart. Because even Babylon sings Zion worship, <laughs> they add it to their lyrics. <laughs> Just because you are coming to church and worshiping doesn't mean. Uh-huh. Glory be to God. Number two, literature. Things that they must be taught. Literature. You see, in, 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 that's one of the things the king asked, asked Fenas to tell them. They had to teach them the literature. I say this here. Don't read any book. I don't care the billionaire who wrote it until you at least have the foundation of God's word. Because that way you can step things down. I've seen pastors who are prominent in this nation who taught a doctrine and after three months with the humility and the blessedness of the heart or seven months or one year later came back and said what I taught was wrong. So it's not just we just take things. That's why Jesus, even the Bible said, Paul said, you know, judge all things. Even with prophecies. You don't just take things hook, line, sinker. So you understand it first. Understand the Bible first before you study or read any other thing. So when they are saying things for you that is not it, you trash it. I read some of those books so that I can understand the tactics of Babylon. You know why? I'll tell you something. Because Babylon people, even Jesus said it, the children of this world are wiser 
than children of men. I taught one message one time in the new about the serpent and the, 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 the wolf rather and the serpent and the sheep. The wolf and the sheep. Now, what would, what would save Zion people in our generation? That's what I want to talk about quickly and I close. What will save Zion people? I'll tell you this. Number one. Some of you might think is to know the word of God, but that's not what I'm going to say first. Number one. It's to have the right community. Number one. Let me tell you what. When the devil wants to destroy a man, he takes him away from his community. From his association. And 80% of the time, it is as a result of offense. Let me say something to you. Whenever you see offense, is a battle that is going on. When you see offense, you just know it's a battle that is going on. And that battle is to take you away from community. Because it's a people that rose together that can speak to each other. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And that's why as a mentor, you must have mentors. That's why as a protégé, you must have mentors. That's why you must always have people around you. And listen to me, I dare say it with all the full chest. Can I say that? Don't marry a guy who doesn't have somebody submitted to or can talk to him that will listen. Any man that tells you the only person I talk to that can talk to me is God in heaven. Just know that this one is Babylon. This one is Babylon. If it's only God, then it means that when you want to beat me, I have to go and call God to come down. When you are beating me, God must come. If only God can talk to you. No. In the multitude of cancel, there is safety. I know some of the doctrines was not taught as that, that how God speaks to us is through the inward witness, which is good. Audible voice, which is good. Which is, don't go... God doesn't primarily lead us through audible voices or so don't go out and be looking for audible voice. There's a spirit in man. God speaks to the spirit in you. So don't go just, just say, oh, I've just decided. No. Glory to God. Have people that can speak to you. Have people that, that like Jethro, who will look at your big Moses with the brink impact and the big grace of God upon your life, who can tell you you will kill yourself before your time if you keep this structure like this. But you see, we live in a generation of the knowing. And it's a move of God. It's a generation of the knowing. That we know so much. And because some of the things we know, we have tested it and it has worked. So we believe that it's only us that know. And we do not know that the thing that you know was even passed on through another generation to you. Because everybody in psychology, they put it this way, that every man comes in a state of tabula rasa, which means a clean slate. The things you knew on the earth or you know on the earth, pardon me, you learned it right here. Glory be to God. So community, look at the apostles, the disciples, when they started having issues, the Bible says they went back to their own company. They went back to their own company. When Jesus was going to feed 5,000 people, what was the first instruction? He said, where, where are these things? They brought it to him. He gave thanks, but he told them to do what? Sit in their company. 
So that means your feeding, your supply is in your company. That is if you have the right company. Because a false company or a wrong company, you will have a problem and you go to them and say, well, this is the kind of decision I want to make. And they will tell you, do whatever pleases you. Run from those companies. You cannot do whatever pleases you or whatever makes you happy. It should be, what does God's word say? Just to make what, do whatever makes you glad. Okay, then, if whatever makes me glad, let me marry 12 wives then. Does it make you glad? <laughs> Glory be to God. Now, for this to happen, for Babylon to be shut down, number one, new leaders must rise. Leadership. Let me run with this. Leadership. Number two, obedience. Look at me, guys. From every generation to another generation, God is always looking for people he can perpetuate, perpetuate rather, his agenda. Through. Always. People who would stand and they would say, yeah, yeah, this is the difference with Jesus. Jesus said, I know this is burdensome for me. I don't want to go through this process, but let thy will be done, O God. And that's what God is looking for. Listen to me. Prayer yet breath revival, but revival don't hang on the air. It must be embodied by a man or by people. And that embodiment of it must be carried from the heart of obedience to God. And this is why God said, I can entrust the blessing on Abraham. Because I know that Abraham will speak to his children. Obedience. A generation must learn that again. Number three, this one is so powerful, but I'll say it. I think, in my own opinion, this is one of the major crusts of the gospel is deadness to self. Jesus said, in the will of grain falls on the ground and dies and abides alone. Greatness is in sacrifice. Are you hear what I'm saying? Greatness is not in the amount of Instagram followers or Twitter followers that you have. Greatness is in the sacrifice. Jesus told his disciples, the person who is going to be first, let him be the, let him be the servant. That's where greatness is. Service. Service. After David served his generation, he went to be with the Lord. Service. Number four. You're going to have to propose in your heart from the get-go to take a stand. Esther said, if I perish, I perish. But I will go before the king. You have to propose in your heart. I'm going to take a stand. I'm not going to be satisfied with anything ordinary. You're going to take a stand. And let me show you something. You know, in Genesis, in, in, in Daniel chapter 3, when the, when the king told them to bow before the golden statue, what did Daniel say? We said, we're not going to bow before this thing. No, we're not going to bow. He said, okay, you're not going to bow. Okay, that's fine. Let's put this burning fire for them. And they took them and threw them in it. I love that Hillsong song that says, um, there's another man in fire standing next to me. I don't know it very well, but 
I know Nadine will know all those songs, but very powerful. Holding back the sea. It was just there. The fourth man is always waiting. Let me say something. Did you see the policy that was changed afterwards? The moment they saw the act of God and the mighty hand of God, the king said, Ah, from this day, the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego will now be our God. This is how we will change policies. Policies are not changed by tweeting, no. Aha. Because you can't sit in your house and just be tweeting, and just be tweeting, and just be tweeting. Coconut generation, we're just tweeting. That's not, they don't change policies like that. For policies to be changed, a, a higher authority must be superimposed. And that's the influence of the spirit. And those are men like Daniel. Now turn your Bible with me as I, I said I closed like many times. <laughs> because we want to pray for a moment. Agai chapter 2 verse 6. We will rise in your name Adonai you reign on high we will rise I am in your name Adonai you reign on high a generation will rise saying we will rise I Paras. In your name, Adonai, you reign on. Lift your two hands up. Let's sing it together. Sing, we will. Karabatesa, kumbratis, jef, akstalakit, brutaladika, sintalahaya. Adonai, you reign on. We will rise. We will. In your name. Adonai, 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 Adonai. You reign on We will rise, we will rise, we will. Karabatala, Kobradikas, Shakatelas, Kandalapantas, Kombradikas, Shalabahaya. Say Yeshua, Amasia. Lion of Judah, Adonai Chemba, Aya, Yeshua, Hamasia, Kalamate, Aya Maha. Lift your two hands to God and pray in the spirit all over this house. Just pray in the spirit, Kalila Mahates, Kumara de la Batolosh, Parabacatala Bacotianos. Lion of Judah, Agune Chemba, Yeshua, Amashia, Lion of Judah, Agune Chemba. Agai chapter 2, verse 6. We're going to read this scripture together, everyone. And we're going to do something prophetic for our nation, Nigeria, in a moment. Because the Lord laid that in my heart. We can't be having the next conference, you know, speaking to a generation and not speak to our nation and speak to our continent. So, Agai chapter 6. Because God is concerned about the nations. 
In fact, that's what he said, going into all the world. The words of a man, when he's about to die, the final words are one of the most powerful words. So we must stop church shopping. We must now turn it around and start Zion shopping in Babylon. Not Babylon shopping from Zion. We will look at them, stand upon our watchtower. Ah, like CIAs, like FBIs, and just stand from that standpoint with intercession because Babylon don't give way quickly. It is Zion people that are ease. Babylon contends. And so you see believers, no prayer, no fire, no intercession, nothing. Intercessory ministry is not a department in church. It's what you have been called into. Somebody say, I don't love to pray. Then you don't love to know God. It's who you are. <laughs> Glory to God. Agai chapter 2 verse 6. We're going to read it loud. Very loud. And we're going to go into what the Lord has asked us to do for Nigeria. One, two, ready, read. For thus said the Lord of hosts, yet once in a little while, I would shake the heavens and the earth and the seas and the dry land. Next verse. And I will shake the nations and the desires of all nations shall come and I will fill this house with glory, said the Lord. Next verse. Oh Lord, Abaha. The silver is mine and the gold is mine. Now, pause this. Do you know this is what Babylon uses to entice Zion people? And God is saying there's going to be a shaking. There's a move coming. There's going to be a shaking. And listen to me. The Aaron, the Moses generation used the rod, but Joshua generation is different. Joshua generation is the taker's generation. They are the one that possess and takes what the Moses generation has started. That is why I say this all the time, that everything we are doing as a generation is not in isolation. That's why you can't say it's our generation God is using. No, it's a continuation of a work of some fathers that has continued that we are just stepping in and as the Lord leaves it, another generation we must pass the baton. That is why we must be responsible to speak the truth to that generation and our generation this is what cost Eli the oil Eli couldn't speak to his children let me say something here many people say and I've heard this before that God of Christian is the God of Muslim is a lie Jesus said I am the way no other so some people say oh I can't like him because he's this no 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 because we are actually serving the you are not serving the same God there is Baal and there's the God of heaven. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, said the Lord. Next verse. And the glory, glory to God. Can we raise this together? One, two, read it. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater. And in this place I would give salvation nothing missing nothing lacking nothing broken we stand Gidiba. it means when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord will raise a standard when the enemy comes like a flood a generation will raise the standard that means the generation must have its standards you cannot be crying to our father hallowed be your name and you are bowing to bow 
You cannot be on the mountaintop in Carmel and you are saying that the God who answers by fire, which was what Elijah said, let him be God. Then at the same time, you are looking at Baal and trying to bow before Baal. No, 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 no. He said, listen, this day, let us settle this thing once and for all. If God be God, let's know he's God. Let's know he's God. And listen to me, let me just say this here. A generation who is all about just talking. Listen, power is not given, power is taken. <laughs> so it's not just talk talk is cheap yet again we must see the mighty move of God in churches this is why many of our people our parents some of them do not allow people some of us I mean there are lots of the new people all the installation of the Lord across Nigeria many of you I mean I've had some situations where some parents will say oh some people even at 30 something they are walking but say you know why because they feel like that generation they don't understand anything yes a generation elevated Satan more than God. Where the reason for their prayer point, you hear more Satan than Jesus in it. And you cannot be running from pillar to post. And that thing must stop. Where the only person that can speak to you is until you find a prophet. I, ah, come on now. Can I, can I just speak some more through this morning? It was a model designed by some, pastor, some, some of our parents. And while that is okay, because of what they believe, you must understand that you carry Christ in you. The Spirit of the Lord is inside of you. If He can speak to a prophet, He can speak to you. They say you want to get married. They say go and bring fifteen names. They say this one is a bad boy. This one is a bad guy. This one will die young. This one will not have money, but this one will love you. Then you. The... I just felt led to say this. Why do we also think that? When, when, when we talk about doing the will of God and submitting to the will of God why, and that's how he was taught that the will of God is lesser is the highest form of honor so when people are praying particularly when it comes to marriage you know the will of God but you are praying it in a way because you feel like God doesn't want you why don't you think God wants you to have that guy that is even rich why do you think that? Because it was how it was taught too as a generation that when I was growing up, my wife married me as I was very poor. and we, So everybody saw that pattern. And if that's your own destiny, carry it like that. Aha, just take it. But the blessing of the Lord is what make it rich. It's the blessing of the Lord. That's what make it rich. And now the Lord said to me about Nigeria, and I'm just going to say this and I will we'll go into the next session. The Lord said to me that there is a mighty move that is not coming, but I started already. I believe very strongly in my heart that what happened with the NSAS protest some, some months ago was a situation of a woman who is pregnant and her water broke. And then just because the water breaks doesn't mean the baby has come out. It's just a sign of distress that shows something new is about to come out. But the woman has to go into the labor room to push and the pushing process will sometimes be painful. I'm speaking very codedly, but with very deep words. It's going to be painful. Many people would have to leave 
Many people will say, I'm tired. I wish I can stand here this morning and say, all of a sudden, things are not going to get tougher and tougher for us in Nigeria. But it is going to get tougher. The insurgencies will rise again. More things will happen. Because the point of Israel's escape from Egypt was the most painful part. Because even the Egyptian, Israelites themselves went to Moses and said, why did you come? You shouldn't have come now. Why did you come? Don't tell Pharaoh anything. We are okay. Pharaoh said, hey, you want to go? Okay, we would increase the tariffs. You were paying 52 naira before for light, Nepal lights. Or is it Nepal or PSN? They will increase it. You think you can just be walking up and down saying, better sit here and do the work. The pressure came more. The pain came more. It was at that point they started having agitation. Their anger with Moses started a long time ago. That's why at every point, have you wondered, at every point they would always go back and say, but we told you, leave us there. But then God, in the midst of that, was preparing Joshua. And you see that Joshua's battle was very different because the Amalekites came in battle with the Israelites and Moses and Aaron was at the top of the mountain and they held their hands high, held the hands of Moses' eye. And as long as Moses' hands was held high in the battlefield, Joshua was winning. So the work is a combination of the wisdom of the older and the strength of the new. And so there's going to come again another shift. Because we thought that it was the strength of the youth alone. But the hands of Moses and Aaron has to be held high. And that's why I'm, one, I'm not one of those who just speak about fathers anyhow, just tweet nonsense. No. It has to be held high. And I saw in the spirit realm and the Lord told me this that education is coming to the north. Now, see, let me, let me say something here. That might not sound like a powerful prophecy. Because what you thought prophecy was this. And by the way, must they do... Sorry. Can I stop? Come on now. The Holy Ghost don't have to do you like you are dancing. <laughs> Just prophesy. Just prophesy the prophecy order. <laughs> Glory to God. For you are glorious and worthy to be praised. You are the land upon the throne and on to you we lift our voice to praise you are yes, Lord. raise your hands again for you are glorious say for you are glorious and worthy and worthy you are the Lamb. You are the Lamb. You are the Lamb. Upon, upon the throne.
You are the Lamb. You are the Lamb of God. And so the Lord said that education is coming to the north. And there are some of us in which the Lord has put that in your heart, that mountain of influence, which is education. The Lord said there's going to be a shaking in the educational systems of this nation. And there's going to be a move in the north that would bring education. I believe very strongly that one of our major problems in Nigeria is not poverty, actually. It's actually education. And education doesn't necessarily mean classroom. Education is knowledge. Because people would perish for knowledge's sake. And if you look at the north, you can see the perishing going on there because of knowledge. And so God says, education is coming to the north. And the Lord says that it's going to silence the voices of the wicked perpetuating evil and agendas on the earth in Nigeria. And some people are going to be left and taken off the scene supernaturally. It's going to get tougher. But the baby is about to come out. And that's why the Bible says as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth the child. And so the Lord is asking the church one more time to go back into intercession. It looks as though that after the whole incident that happened with the, with the, with the NSAS protest, we got so despaired and discouraged and so we left our watch posts. And God is calling for intercessors to rise. Let me tell you something. Babylon cannot be taken until Zion people rise. This morning, if there's anyone who can read in Igbo and Awusa, I've been looking for this since yesterday, please come if you can. The Lord asks us to read out Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world's the day that they are during, for he has founded upon the seas and established on the floor. Who shall send to the heels of the Lord and who shall stand in his holy place? He that has a clean hands and a pure heart. We're going to read that, that scripture together. Because men are gates. There are men who have vowed that nothing is going to happen in this nation. The word of God says, lift up your heads, O ye gates. So if there's anyone, if anyone can do it in Yoruba for me, please come. And that's how the Lord just gave me an instruction. And you can do it very well. Thank you, Ma. Please come. I don't know if there's anyone in Awusa or Igbo. Igbo? Awusa? Oh my goodness. Thank you. Please come. Please come. I, I believe this is a prophetic moment for a shift that is going to happen in this place. You see, because the Bible says God said to Moses that the cry of my people has come before me. The angel of the Lord showed up to Cornelius, said to Cornelius that your prayer and your giving has come before me. And so it's a generation who will speak in 
that would happen. So please come. Please come. Both of you can come together. Uh, you are Yoruba, yeah? Fantastic. Uh, you are Awusa. Wow, amazing. Is there any Igbo? Is there any Igbo? Oh, is there any tongues? All right. Psalms 24. Let's start from verse 1. Yes, you can use your phone Bibles, please. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Victory belongs to you. Victory belongs to you. And who can stand against the Lord? Aya. Somebody declare it this evening, this morning. Allah, I'm a no kosher. Who can stand against the Lord? No one can. No one will. Raise your voice. Say. Jesus. And so you're ready? All right, let's take Awusa first. Please take it up. Take her first. All right. So we'll read the Yoruba first. Okay, let's take English first. Let's take English. Anyone who's going to help us with English, let me ask Pastor Dell. Pastor Dell, please come, sir. We're going to read Psalms 24. Pastor Dell, please come. Yes, sir. Please celebrate Pastor Dell. Pastor Dell is Pastor Tony Rappel's right-hand man. So thank you, sir. Good morning, church. It's wonderful to be here. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Next verse, please. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This, this, this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Lift up your hands, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, that the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It's the Lord, strong and mighty. It's the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your hands, O ye gates, 
and be lifted up ye everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in who is this king of glory the Lord of hosts is he the king of glory hallelujah amen can you make some noise one more time now a shout is a sound in the spirit it's like an alarm boom and that alarm and that sound can be identified and so when we do that after every time we're going to make a noise a sound for shaking are you ready and so we're going to take yoruba next cobra the higher please come Psalms 24. Psalms 24. Tio Luani Leatia Corre. Aya Tio Bogotio Tedo Sinore. Nito Rizio Fee, dearest Solace, Yorio Kum. O Sig Bay Kale Loria won't show me. Tanio Gorio Kio Lualo. Tabitanio Droni Bimimore. And it's your near one Mimatia Yafon. And it's a good girl for us. Okay, Siaso. Tipo Sibura Eton. Only you read book on Balawa Lua at your Dodolawa Lawal Palare. A ye near what is she a very rare? Tis she a very rare alone, Jacob. A glory is okay, young one. Kiasiko is okay. Kiopao, go kill one who lay you are. San Yopao, go you. Olu at your lay, Tosilabara, Olu at your labara and your boom. A glory is okay, young one. And if you have been so okay, you like why you're here. Kill power, go kill one who lay you are. San your power, go you. Oh, you are one more go. Oh, no, your power go. Make a sound. Ella Mahaya Hakatalis Pirakatas. Make a sound in the spirit. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Akatobara di Allahaya Hasa. Let's have a wusa. Kuma haliya sabahaya. Kobara halakatahaya. You ready? I, I still need one person that can do it in Igbo for me. If there's anyone, please. Please. Anybody can then do it in Igbo. Are you you're trying to look for it? Oh, you want to take some time. Okay. Just trying to. Okay, yes, yes, it's an Awusa. Hello, ma'am. There's someone here for you. Fantastic. Thank you, Pastor B. I thought you were coming to do Igbo. I wanted to say this is tongues. <laughs> Awusa. Listen, this one will strike something. Yeah. This one. Igbo. Thank you, ma'am. Please come. The north, the south, the east, and the west. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Dunia the doka abend the yana chikenta. Now bangijini. Dunia the doka maza onentan nasani. Yagina ta besa rua me rufi. Napkar kashem kasa. Yakuma kafa harshenta nazu fenteku. Allahahaha. Wayake the eco yahau to the Ubangiji. When the 
yayi goman kasujada ko kuma yayi alkwarin karya ubangiji zai mai masa albarka Allah mai cetonsa zai kubarta da shi sune irin mutanen da suke zuwa wurin Allah wanda suke zuwa a gaban Allah na yabo abude kolofi sosai abude dandu kofifi babbar saki kowa zai shigo wanene wannan baban sarki ubangiji ne mai karfi ubangiji mai nasara cikin yarfi abude kofofi sosai abude dandu kofofi babban sarki baban sarki kowa zai shigo wannan ne wannan baban sarki ubangiji Merundanda ine baba sarki Now to the lamp upon the throne We raise a sound Ah yeah We raise a sound Karabahala hata For you are God and God alone. Raise your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now unto, now unto the word upon the throne. We raise a sound. We raise a sound to you, God. For you are God and God alone. The generation cries for you, God. For our nation, Nigeria. We resist darkness, oh God. Shaking at the north, Hallelujah. in the south, in the east, in the west, oh Carlos. We're going to have Igbo now. Psalm 24. Jehovah mm will want to do ya. Elu wa do madobi nande bini meya. Ni ina yonwe ya to wonto ala nyene luwa. Oke osimiri nile. Mekwa ka uguzo sike nelo osimiri nile. Onye garigo nubu Jehovah. Onye ge guzo siku ike nebe nsoya. Onye wero abu waka. Abone me yojo. No video cha. Oye nebuli yu mpurobia, nye yu efu Oye anu yu kwa yawo 
in this nation Nigeria Holy Spirit come now heaven's open to the back the heart shift now So no longer again would Babylon shop in Zion. Now we are going to be shopping Babylon and destroy Babylon. Destroy Babylon. And this is that generation. Can we give God one more time a shout of praise? For what has happened to Nigeria at this moment. Make some noise one more time to God. But Joshua went round Jericho seven times and in the last time again the shout 
and the walls of Jericho. Glory to God. hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence. We are the new.